Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the South Bay Show, Manhattan Beach Chamber 360, on April 17th, 2020. Live, love, laugh, and leave a legacy. That's what we do here in the South Bay of Los Angeles. And it's a beautiful place to do just that. The South Bay Show is brought to you by the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce. The Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce has been serving the city of Manhattan Beach for over 60 years, and they are dedicated to promoting a strong local economy by supporting the community, providing valuable business connections, and representing business with government. The Chamber staff is focused on providing its membership with the tools and resources to help businesses grow and thrive within the community. Their goal is to continually support the individual efforts of business as they work to support the growth of the local economy. For more information on how the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce is working with member businesses and the city of Manhattan Beach to support that growth, visit the website at manhattanbeachchamber.com or call 310-545-5313. I'm your host, Joe Terry, and uh, we love having you here, and you can read all about our many adventures on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The South Bay Show. Persistence, passion, principle, and purpose. That's what we talk about here on The South Bay Show. Joining us as co-host, the CEO and president of the Manhattan Beach Chamber, Kelly Stroman, and, of course, with us because of our great partnership with South Bay by Jackie.com and executive producer of the South Bay Show, Jackie Balestra. Hey, Jackie, Kelly, how are you today? Good morning, Joe. I'm, I am, I'm well. I'm well. Hi, Kelly. Good morning, Jackie and Joe. Happy Friday. Happy quarantine. Happy Friday. Housebound. <laughs> Friday. Yay. Uh, <laughs> You know, what are we on? Week five? Something like that? Um, yes, yes, week correct. five. Week five. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Are you guys having a hard time keeping track of days and times like most people? <laughs> I, I, gave, I, I gave that up. I gave that up weeks ago. I, I, it, I, I haven't looked at my calendar in, in, in four and a half weeks. Oh, God yeah. bless you. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, there, there aren't a lot of day, meetings. It's this day, that day, the next day, some other day. Uh, yeah, I, 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 no, seriously, I think that if, you know, that was something that I, I told some people early, you know, that after that first week when I started getting phone calls from, like, girlfriends, they're like, oh, I don't know how long I can do this. You know, I'm like, stop looking at the calendar. They're like, we have another month of this. I'm like, stop looking at the calendar. Mm-hmm. Right. Just stop, you know. Yeah. Focus yeah. on now. today and the next day. Yeah. I agree. I I talked to somebody yesterday and uh, somebody on my board, and whenever I call him, you know, to check in, I always say, you know, hi, how are you? And uh, I didn't yesterday because I thought, well, I don't want to put him in the position of him going, oh, I don't know, I'm not so good, or, you know, of having to answer that question. So when he answers, I, I go, hey, I go, you know, what's up? What's happening in your world? And he's, it totally threw him off because I'm always, you know, I always greet him the same way on the phone. Right. And he was, he was like, uh, wait a minute, you're, you know, are you okay? Because you didn't ask me the usual question. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it's uh, it's different times, but you know, um, I'm busier than everything. Boy, I have more Zoom calls and you know, online calls and conference calls than I've ever had in my life, and that's my biggest challenge: is keeping track of all those properly because not all of them populate into my calendar because I have like my Mac laptop and then I have my Microsoft Office desktop and I have you know I have different devices and they don't always sync properly and I just haven't taken the time to stop and go why when I click on add to my calendar it doesn't go you know properly so sometimes I'm I'm juggling between systems basically um, and yeah. mm-hmm. more more calls and more zoom links I'm like where's that link you know it's just crazy so um, what that's okay that's the least of my worries right now right you, you know um, you know what I've been doing Kelly is because I'm doing a lot of zoom calls too um, I, 
I'm not even paying attention as to whether or not they go to my calendar. Some do, some don't, like like you said. Right. But what I do, I just set an alarm on my phone. You know, if yeah. I have a Zoom call at 2, I set an alarm for 155. If I have another one at 4, I set another alarm for 355, you know. Yeah. So that's yeah. how I've been keeping track of it. You know, Kelly, it's so funny. Joe might remember this. Several years ago, I, I, I was wondering why nobody created – you know, it's – it's so interesting, you know. You've always said, Kelly, uh, technology is a is a is a blessing, it, it, a beast and a blessing, blessing and a beast. A, yeah, mm-hmm. blessing and a beast. And, and, and no true words have ever been spoken about it. But there are so <laughs> many ways to to communicate with people now that it, it. You know, I spend all day just going from one application to another mm-hmm. to communicate with people. You know, between your texts and your private messages and your email, and then all yeah. your social media apps yeah. have different, you know, people are messaging you through those or sending you notifications. Why has somebody not come up with a device that can, that can get all of your communications in one place so that you just open up an app on your phone and everything that comes to you through every single application is in one place? Why, yeah. Joe? You want to get on that? You want to you want to start working on that? I I do. I want to get on that. I think that would <laughs> be a great idea. <laughs> hey, I know. Oh my gosh, can we invent something new and you know come out of this? You know, rise out of the ashes. You know, with with a new invention that would be awesome. Um, you know, I I, I challenged. I, uh, go ahead. No, well, this this is very. I don't know if this is light or dark, but. In a normal workday, if someone just, you know, commutes one hour each way, uh, over a year, that would be about 260 workdays that you commuted two hours a day, 260 workdays. That's 520 hours. If you divide 520 by 24, that's 20 days of your life almost a month that is wasted every year in commuting. I think what we're seeing is a lot of people are being forced, forced to work from home, remote work, and they kind of like it. And they wonder, why am I doing that other thing? Have you hmm. guys noticed that at all? I'm starting mm, my not, not for me, because I, I, I work from my home office before this all happened. So I'm not having sure. I'm not having the issues a lot of people are. So yeah. Doesn't sure. doesn't yeah. work sure. for me. And my commute's okay. about eight minutes, so I don't have that problem. However, um there's plenty of people who do commute and um you know, I don't think we live in a community where a lot of people commute like out to you know, Riverside to to, to go home. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's mm-hmm. that's happening a lot in our area. Uh, there are people mm-hmm. who, like, who work in Los Angeles who who you know have hour commutes every day. You know, I know um, somebody um, on my board of directors rides the train. Let me think here. He rides the train in from like Claremont. He rides mm-hmm. into like L.A. area or something, and then leaves the car there, and then drives in around the South Bay, you know, with his job and stuff. I mean, um, but he likes the time because he, you know, can do emails and do things too. So, however, Joe, to your point, I agree. I think there's a lot of people, and whether you're commuting, um, you know, 20 minutes or an hour, I think, um, or not even, people are just going to completely rethink the way they work, and it's also proving, I think, to a lot of employers that the work at home is a viable option and people can be productive. Mm. And, and, you know, mm. as whether you're the owner or the supervisor or the manager or whatever, you have to have systems in place that you can guide your employees, you know, when they're working from home too, working remotely. Um, so, right. and it's the same thing as, you know, working in some of these co co working spaces, you know, shared spaces too. Um, you know, there's a lot of people who rent little, you know, offices in those spaces that are technically working remotely from maybe a larger city. Maybe, you know, their headquarters is in New York and they're the West Coast person or whatever. So I think, you're, you know, we're going to see a lot of creativity um, as things um, start to reopen. And um, there's going to be a lot more work from home. And there's going mm-hmm. to be, you know, a lot more shared workspaces and, you know, creative things. So, um, you know, who's, we, will, we shall see what, you know, mm-hmm. what happens. 
but um, right. yeah, if we if we're we're, ad- we're humans, we're adaptable, and we have to continue to adapt. And I think people, for the most part, are doing a marvelous job of that during this five weeks. Um, and I think we've never had to adapt. You know been thrust into a situation where we had to adapt so quick too um so uh, we're going to keep doing it for and, uh, what do we what force digital transition yes right? Isn't mm-hmm. that, the that taught us that came up yeah. with force digital yeah. trans uh, transition yeah. absolutely right you know it's funny my husband has a team in his office uh he's he's the industri- his he's the industrial group his his group and they are all working from home now and he i heard him say to somebody on the phone the other day he said we're being uh, we're getting a lot done he mm-hmm. he said all of us are working from our homes and he said we're we're being very efficient so i mm-hmm. and i know i know they had i know they had their doubts i know he had his doubts about that but uh it's 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 working out much better than than he could have imagined so yep. being very efficient mm-hmm. that and as you that's going to have, you know, it's going to be interesting how that impacts, you know, the the, the real estate market. You know, uh, these yeah. companies right. that uh, have to rent a whole floor full of cubicles. Now all of a sudden they're thinking, well, wait a minute, yep. you know, yeah, right. Why do we need you know? that? Yeah, I agree. The whole world, the whole world is going to be topsy turvy after this. But uh, be, uh, I want to get to our guest. But before we do, Kelly. Um, yes. Do you have any chamber news that you want to tell us, or any anything anything specifically about what the chambers, what's going on at the chamber? Yes, I do. I actually have a few, you know, announcements, a few events. As we all know, events have changed, and a lot they're usually virtual at this point in time um, until things change. But the Roundhouse Aquarium, our beloved aquarium on the end of the Manhattan Beach Pier, is hosting um, a live stream on Facebook tomorrow um, at 11 a.m. That's uh, Saturday, April 8th at 11 a.m., and they're going to be um, doing a little octopus uh, education and, you know, uh, looking at the octopus tanks and and kind of showing um, the world what's happening at the aquarium during these um, crazy times. Um, It says the title of it is, and I'm not going to pronounce this right, I know, and I've actually practiced it, but we're suckers as in, you know, how suction cups, how octopus have have suction cups. We're suckers for cephalopods, cephalopods. Um, (laughs) They're doing a a live stream with the octopi. And so super fun. Um, All ages can tune into that tomorrow on Facebook, 11 a.m. with the Roundhouse Aquarium. I know um, Shade uh, Manhattan Beach has resurrected their family meal program. And you can order a family meal for $50 for four people. Um, you order it in advance. All you have to do is drive up into the drive-thru at the valet, and they will bring your meal out to you. So, um, you know, we're, we're continuing to see businesses reopen in an online, creative way uh, and reinvent themselves um, I think I mentioned it on Tuesday, Jackie, but our um, our friend Hogan Peters, remember Hogan you, of You Surf Wax? Yes, um, you. Yes, in, you. Uh, you, I know. Yes. <laughs> he he has pivoted because no one can surf right now. No one go go in the ocean, so surf wax isn't really needed. He has pivoted and he is making um, soap bars with all those molds that he has out of the beeswax. And I was telling Joe oh, on right. Tuesday that. Lo and behold, beeswax apparently has a, a, an enormous antibacterial uh, quality to it. Mm. So I just love mm-hmm. him. He's so creative, and there's so many stories like that. Um, Bo Bridges is offering um, kind of a plan where he'll come outside of your house or wherever you're kind of you know hunkering down, uh, wherever your bunker is, and um, take a picture of you and your family or whoever from your balcony or somewhere and document the time, you know, the, the day and, you know, what we're all going through, which I think is an interesting idea. And then he's hoping to maybe get even more creative with all of those pictures and create some type of documentary with it or whatever, too. So um, if you're interested in being documented, you know, from your balcony of your house or whatever, um, contact <laughs> the Bridges Gallery. But I, you know, he's obviously a, a wonderful photographer. And um, no matter where you live or what your garden looks like right now, I'm sure the photo would be very creative and very interesting. So, um, again, you know, fabulous things. People reinventing themselves. Restaurants uh, are getting even more creative by the day. And, um, you know, we're all continuing to support as much as we can. And our guest today is um, 
a lot of her clients are in the restaurant business, so it'll be interesting to hear, you know, how she's helping to reinvent them during this crazy time. Mm. All right. Absolutely. All right. Shall we get to it, Joe? Let's do that. Uh, Jackie, who's our guest today? All right. Our guest this morning is Laura Mizorek. I hope I said that correctly. Laura is a 25-year Manhattan Beach resident and business owner. She's the founder and chief creative officer for The Graphic Element, a strategy-focused branding and design agency located in downtown Manhattan Beach. The Graphic Element is a group of six talented, passionate women and specializes in elevating restaurants, retail, food and beverage, and celebrity artist brands. They offer a full range of creative services from brand strategy, logo design, website design and development, package design, video production, email marketing, content creation, social media strategy, and more. And this morning, we'll learn how Laura and her team are working with local businesses disrupted by the coronavirus pandemic and their new initiative, Isolation Inspiration. Welcome to the program, Laura. We're so glad you could join us this morning. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for having me. (laughs) This is a very special time, Laura. We're so glad to have you. And we wonder, and I wonder, is what you do in the creative space world, is what you do already sort of virtual in the sense that you often would have conferences, I would assume, with clients virtually? Uh, Has it affected your business a tremendous amount? Well, it, it is true. We do work a lot virtually because we work with clients all over the country and sometimes out of the country, but um, mm-hmm. much more now so that there is, you know, we're all working remotely. So when this happened, we, um, we do have an office space downtown Manhattan Beach, but um, when the shutdown occurred, we all uh, went remote and we're 100% functional and working remotely. So most of what we do is digital in terms of um, mm-hmm. our design and, and so forth. But um, the communication is, is interesting. So I've also been doing a lot of Zoom calls like everyone mm-hmm. else. Do you find that this separation, does it enhance or, or is, is it a detriment to the creative process? Well, that's a really interesting question because, um, and I know it doesn't affect everyone in the same way, but I have felt this this kind of strange invigoration because not only do I have to think creatively um, for my team because I've kept all of my team employed during this time. So um, even if we have a decreased workload, um, we're coming up with different things that we can do um, for the graphic element. We're redoing our website and doing things like that. And we've also, I'll talk about this isolation inspiration initiative that we've come up with. But um, so I have to think creatively for them, but I also have to think creatively for our clients. And that's one of the things that I've been offering since this started. And I just reached out to all of our clients and I also reached out to the general um, public through our social media that we're offering these creative brainstorming sessions um, because it's sometimes often hard for a business to, because they're so close to it, to kind of think creatively and think outside the box. And that's what's really important right now. So we've been working um, with everyone just trying to come up with creative ways to refocus their business. And there, mm-hmm. and, and you mm-hmm. know, as Kelly mentioned, there's just been a lot of creativity that has come out of that. So I found this a very creative time um, for me. I haven't worked at home for over, boy, 17 years now. So coming back home um, to work uh, was um, an interesting experience. So I don't have an actual office space. I kind of have things, you know, in every room of the mm-hmm. house, basically. And my husband's working at home as well. So it's a little bit of a juggling act, but... Um, in terms of being creative, I've, I've, I'm finding this time a really sort of um, invigorating time. Fascinating, fascinating. I think that's really fascinating. And of course, now, you know, uh, we talked about this this realization. I think uh, anyone, uh, certainly, if people have children, if they're doing education at home, obviously if they're 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 working at home they're going to have a tremendous amount of of activities to keep them busy um uh, but for those 
people that are not very busy or perhaps they're not working and they're at home and they're, they're worried about money and they're worried about this and they're worried about that. One thing I think it's universal is that they're, they're finding that they have a lot of time on their hands that they didn't have before. And there, there needs to be some creative outlet. Um, some people need to find new things to do. Maybe there's going to be an explosion in, I don't know, uh, uh, home working. I think there might be. Ideas. People are just kind of forced to come up with ideas and different ways to look at things. And, and you've just been seeing it all over the Internet with people that can sew, for example, are making masks. And there's something that everybody can do. And even if you, um, you know, now have the time to, to take of an online class or, or learn something new or get some paints or, or whatever and just find that creative outlet because you do have the time. Right, 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 right. So tell us a little bit about uh, isolation inspiration. <laughs> okay. So isolation inspiration um, was kind of born out of a way to not only keep my staff busy, but also share online social media and just sort of connect everybody. So the way it worked, we created a um, a page on our website, and it's isolation-inspiration.info. And you can go on there and submit a motivational or a, um, inspirational quote, one that you've either – come up with yourself or one that that just um, resonates with you that you've seen online and you submit it there and we create a really cool um, mini poster graphic out of it and we send it to you and you can print it out and, and put it up wherever you'd like and then you can share it on your social media and we share it on our social media and we'd really like to see how far this um, can go so you can just uh stay in touch on our Instagram. It's at the graphic element and we're posting things every day for um, the inspiration uh, quotes that we've received online so far. So hopefully if, mm. it, if it does um, spread, we're going to put like a little map on our, on our website with just some pins just to see how far it, it, um, it actually reaches. So it's kind of a, it was had a dual purpose. It was also keeping my staff, um, you know, busy and creative during this time. And then also just kind of spreading a little inspiration, um, to whoever would like to kind of play with us. I want to okay. play. I have a fun. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> me, me, me. Okay. I'm raising my hand. Um, okay. okay. This is not necessarily an inspirational, Quote. I love those, by the way, and I have several that I kind of like to read and live by, um, so I'll have to dig up one of those maybe and submit it. But this one could be fun, particularly because you, you, you have so many re um, restaurant clients, Laura, and I, this is right in your wheelhouse. So it's more of a That's question, it's a thought-provoking question, but I think it could be a fun v visual. And if I'm crazy, just say so, and we'll move on to the next thing. Um, but <laughs> so my son asked me last night, I forget what we were watching or whatever, how it came up. But he goes, Mom, I've got a question for you. I'm like, okay, you know, fire away. So he's like, here we go. Are you guys ready? Mm. If yes. a tomato is a fruit, is ketchup a smoothie? Oh, God. <laughs> 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 right? <laughs> right? Right. Right. <laughs> could be. Could be. In a similar in a similar vein, I think I saw this one is if um if cauliflower can be pizza, I can do anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Okay. And by the way, let's just give a big shout out to Fresh Brothers Pizza and their cauliflower crust. Um, it is so <laughs> dang good. It is thin yes. and crispy, and you don't. I love pizza, and I eat pizza. I love pizza. Um, but yeah. th when uh, there, it's kind of guilt-free pizza because you don't feel nearly as you know bogged down when you you know wolf down three pieces of pizza, and it's 
cauliflower crust versus, um, you know, doughy crust, which is delicious. But, um, mm-hmm. yes. Okay, so there you go. So um, I want to see something really creative, some fun visual okay. with is, um, is, you know, if tomato is a fruit, is um, ketchup a smoothie? I just I thought that was pretty funny. Um, I looked at my uh, son who just turned 21 this week, which is a whole other story, and he's the one who asked that question. And I thought, you know, that would be a question that, like, a kid in, like, first grade would ask the teacher. <laughs> right? You know, like, Mrs. So-and-so is, you know, I, I just thought that was really cute. But, um, you know, I'm like, that's a good – I had the same reaction that all of you guys did. Like, hmm, that's a good one. <laughs> It could be. It, it could. It could be. It could. Right. It absolutely could be. Yeah. Because what if you if, to make uh, to make uh, ketchup you add sugar, and you know to make smoothies you know you put in all all this all this sweet stuff not necessarily sugar but people put mm-hmm. in honey and other fruit yeah. stuff. So uh, technically it could be. I don't know that I'd want to imbibe it, but um, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it could be. It, it could be. No, you know, Laura, it's interesting. Um, speaking of see, speaking of inspirational quotes, I came across one just about the time this started, just about five weeks ago, four weeks ago, and I had been looking. I came across it on social media, and I thought that's good. And then I, I didn't copy it. I didn't. I didn't copy it or save it or anything. And I've been looking for it ever since, and it's driving me crazy. Uh-huh. Uh, I can't. I can't remember. I, I can't remember exactly, but the gist of it was. You, you, well, there's a saying about people that go to jail, like don't don't do don't let time, you do the time, don't let time do you, something something like that. Um, and and it was along those lines, and it and it gave three ideas. One of them was learn a new skill during this time. Right? You know, we're all you know we have time on our hands, and we can do learn a new skill. Uh, uh, start your side hustle and something else. Mm. I can't remember what it was, but it was such an inspirational quote for the place we're in right now. Um, and I, I have to find it. If, any, if anybody comes across it, we have to find, you know, it's so interesting that, that the side hustle thing, I thought, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, there are so many of us that have a regular, you know, nine to five job, you know, whatever that brings in the, in, in, in a paycheck every week. But, I think everybody has something in the back of their mind that they would they would someday like to do. And and this is the perfect time to do it. And it can take any form. Um it's interesting because uh, I I had mentioned this to one of my sisters a couple of weeks ago. Um she works in the schools and and and, and she's out of school and she's going crazy because she doesn't have a lot to do and I said to her I said Barb I said now is the time to work your side hustle. And she's like, well, I don't have a side hustle. You know what? She called me last week. You know what she's doing? She's taking online courses now to further her uh, position in school. Like, you know, like teachers that they're constantly, uh, um, you know, getting new certifications and, you know, all that sort of thing. You know, working with special ed kids and things like that. So she, so she called me last week and she's like, yeah, I just spent the last couple hours online doing these courses. And I'm like, that's your side hustle. You know, because eventually, you know, she'll get these certifications. She can do more things. She can make more money, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, So what what would be your side hustle, Jackie? If you had a side hustle, what would it be? Well, I'm not doing the side hustle thing because my primary hustle takes up so much time. But you you know (laughs) what I ordered online? You know what I ordered online last week? And this is something I've always wanted to do. You know something, Kelly? I'm one of those people that when I become aware of something or I see something, I'm like, wow, I love that. I'd love to do that someday. Mm-hmm. I actually do it. Right. You know, um, I ordered a Frontier last week. I'm going to get it this I, – I should get it, I think, Monday. Um, you know what a Frontier is? I do not. Anybody? Okay. No. It's, it's, it's the washboard. It's the musical instrument washboard, oh. you know, in Cajun and Zydeco music, the thing you wear on your chest, and you use mm-hmm. the spoons to play. I have always wanted to learn how to play one of those. <laughs> so, and, and, I know, I know. And, you know, everybody thinks it's funny, but, you know, you know, 40 years ago, I always wanted, you know, I wanted to be a pirate. You know, I wanted to play with swords. Years later, I was, I was a competitive fencer. You know, I, I do right. the things. I actually... There are things that I get interested in, and I actually do them. And I have been looking at getting a washboard for years. And I thought, you know what? Now is the time. Now is the time. Right. I'm doing it. 
right? Right. Wow. That's amazing. Well, it's not amazing, but, you know, as I said, now is the time. Work your side hustle, pick up a new skill, and I got to remember what the third thing was. What I got to do is I have to find that quote. (laughs) I can tell you there are lots of companies that have, you know, we all know that uh, Zoom has experienced some crazy 25, 30% rise in their stock price in the last five weeks. But one thing that people don't focus on is we had already had a very strong and very uh, well um, um, used homeschooling uh, industry in this country. Homeschooling is very big. It's exploded in the last two months. Homeschooling was already very big, but and they were just waiting to take on 200, 300% more clients, and now they are. And the clients are saying, wow, our kids are doing well. Our kids like this. Our kids, you know, like having a personal tutor at home. I think those those companies are going to be huge um, investments for the future. There you go. Well, yes, and, and now and now – you know, we, we, uh, you'll have to excuse us, Laura. We tend to do this. We go down these sidetracks. It just, it just happens <laughs> to us all the time. We can't help it. But no. listen, Joe, let, let, let's do the station break. And when we come back, I want Laura to tell us some of, some of the more uh, creative ways, some of her clients, what they're doing with their clients uh, to get more creative right. in this time and maybe some examples of what they're doing. Sure. Well, okay, I will do that. But first I have to comment on the graphicelement.com. Two things. One is I see so many pictures of Mike Zisless. I mean, I see him downing a brew at the uh, brew house and also, you know, uh, in meetings. But the thing is this, rock and brews, but the thing is this, I don't know who your photographer is, but – they are unbelievable. And maybe it's not the same person for all these photographs, but some of these photographs of food and other elements are simply award-winning. Oh, my God. Thank you. Yeah, there probably are all different um, photographers. And I know you have to take a break, but I'll just say real quick, our office is downstairs from the Zisless Group. um, And so the Zisless Group is one of our biggest clients, and and we work on all of their properties. uh, for restaurants and, and branding yeah. and promotions and so forth. So, yes, he does make an appearance on our site. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this is a South Bay-centric, hyper-local podcast. You're listening to The South Bay Show, coming to you every Tuesday morning, Thursday morning and Friday morning at 8 a.m. We are bringing you the best of the best of the South Bay on Tuesdays, uh, a special COVID-19 presentation from the Manhattan Beach Chamber with all the information that they're collecting for their members and the city of Manhattan Beach. Thursdays is South Bay Spotlight. And Fridays, of course, again, proudly sponsored by the Manhattan Beach Chamber is the uh, Manhattan Beach Chamber 360 which is all of the best of the South Bay, but with a special focus on the Manhattan Beach uh, members, Manhattan Beach Chamber members, and the city of Manhattan Beach. We're so thrilled to bring you these uh, shows. We're so thrilled to bring you this hyper-local information on a regular basis. And uh, we've we've been thrilled doing this for eight years now, and we, we hope to continue uh, this is uh, a labor of love, and it's certainly with all of these, um, with all of these uh, people home all day, we're be- we've been getting uh, quite a, a lot of uh, uh, calls and quite a lot of uh, 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 listenership. So we're we're thrilled, and thank you very much for that. And with that, Jackie, um, what's the next level? Oh. Okay, so um, you know, Laura, it's really interesting. You know, we we're just you just mentioned Mike Zislas. Uh He's one of the big restaurateurs in the South Bay. Several restaurants, in addition to a couple of hotels, uh, and we have we have a handful of uh, people in in the South Bay that are restaurateurs. They have more than one. You know, uh, 
And, and it's interesting how they have gone, how they're dealing with this situation differently. For instance, Paul Hennessy shut down every one of his restaurants. Every one mm-hmm. of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Zislas has his open. So tell us what that experience has been specifically with the Zislas group. Sure. Well, actually, not all of them are open. Um, yeah. Rock and Brew is closed very early. And they're, they're franchise operations, so they do have locations in other states. So we've mm-hmm. been um, – we're their outsourced creative agency for all for Rock and Brew's corporate, so we work with all of the franchises as well. And the franchise in um, Florida and also in Texas, um, stayed open obviously longer than we did out here in California shut down fairly early so all the California rock and brews shut of course there's one at the airport that is still um, up and running but um, so they, they did shut down re- relatively early and for the locations that are out of the state um, once the um, dine-in restaurant portion um, closed they are still doing a pretty good takeout business, and, and of course that's in Florida. There's there's three in Florida and one in Texas. So, but the Rock and Bridge in California closed, and then um, you know the Strand House and um, Rock and Fish and Bruco are also closed. So um, Shade Hotel though has been functioning, and, and Zinc, the restaurant in there, has been doing uh, drive-through. And as Kelly mentioned earlier. We're starting to be creative to put these packages together um, for family meals. And the um, Shade Redondo did a big Easter family meal. So they're sort of um, uh, figuring out ways that they can um, function, you know, while they're still open and there's no dining business. Mm-hmm. And other restaurants, you know, for the most part have just have been um, either closed down completely or, or doing the takeout. And, and for our restaurant clients, we've been trying to encourage them still. And my number one tip for every business is don't go dark during this time and um, mm-hmm. do something on social media. You know, let people know that you're still there in whatever capacity that is. And, and you know, you can have mm-hmm. some fun with it. So for our restaurant clients, we've been encouraging them to reuse old content. If you don't have, you know, your current social media person employed still or whatever, um, you know, treat every day like a throwback Thursday, you know, like we miss you, you know, remember when, you know, we did this or we can't wait to, mm-hmm. you know, get back into and see you again. So, um, so that's really important. Video messaging messages from the owners and, and um, staff remotely or whatever is great. And, and, and even a, um, a creative thing that restaurants can do is um, have your chef do some recipe video, you know, simple recipe videos from home. I think everybody would you mm. know, tune in to, mm. to see that kind of stuff. So there are ways, you know, to just stay top of mind, even if you're not open. And we've been encouraging that for not only our restaurant clients, but all of our clients right. to just, just Laura, be visible in some way. Laura, one of my favorite promotions, I have to say. And, um, okay, that was weird. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Joe just got disconnected. I don't know what happened there. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, weird. I was excited uh, to hear what his favorite promotion he, was. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, he'll be please. back. He'll, he'll be back. I, that was weird. He just dropped off the board here. Anyway, uh, we'll find out what his favorite promotions are. But um, <laughs> I'm, I'm curious, Laura, have any of your, you know, your, you normally go to your clients with the ideas. Have any of your clients come to you with an idea, like an, a really out-of-the-box idea that you thought, wow, let's run with that? Has, any, has anybody, or is everybody just yeah. too freaked out and thinking straight? <laughs> I think they all started freaked out, but then when they had the chance to sort of sit back and, and figure out what they were going to do, um, they did. Yeah, I, I work with um, Andrea Crone, who who runs LA Move, um, Moving and Organizing, LAMoveConsultants.com, and um, she came to me, you know, that she usually helps people organize their move and um, also does home organizing and office organizing and so forth, and she came to me with this idea that she wanted to do virtual organizing. And I thought, 
that's a great idea. You know, let's make that happen. So um, she can do it, you know, through a Zoom conference. And, um, you know, you can do um, one or more packages with her and tackle, like, one area in your home, like your closet or your kitchen or your pantry or whatever. And, and she's kind of there with you but not really there with you. So I thought that was a really cool idea. So we've been um, – uh, adjusting some adding some pages on our website and and um, adding a payment processing and things like that so i thought that was that was pretty uh, creative i love that i know i've i've seen designers doing that too i think that's a great idea it's super fun because and the people who are at home and not really working or not having their full normal load or whatever have time and i've seen yeah i've seen more people cleaning out their yards like you see the trash man i think are just going holy cow it's like every week <laughs> every week is the week after christmas when there's tons of wrap and tons of boxes in the you know in the garbage i mean have you noticed that like everybody's garbage cans are overflowing these days you know cuz everybody's eating at home pretty much too right so um but we you know a lot of people have a lot of time to reorganize to re, you know re-landscape whatever and um to have a virtual session with somebody who, you know, is very skilled in that. That would be super fun. I love that. I need to meet that person, Laura. Um, <laughs> sure. you, need to, you need to do an e-introduction for me here. I think that's fantastic. That would be a fun uh, thing to do. I've seen other designers um, interior designers um, doing live, you know, um, you know, zooms and stuff with people on how to reinvent your your workspace at home, how to reinvent the homeschooling space because now that everybody's you know homeschooling their kids basically, um, and you know, I always say there's people out there who are experts in their field, you know, whether it's someone like Laura uh, with graphic design, whether it's someone like LA Move, you know, helping you reorganize, whatever it is, you know, I always say. You you know, if you've got a toothache, you go to the dentist. You don't just pull your tooth or you know fix it yourself. So um, this is the time to rely upon all that and don't put that you know responsibility and that weight on yourself. You know, have a little fun with it and reach out and um, you know let other people help you um, do all that type of thing. I think that's fantastic. I love that. And, um, and you know something, Kelly. It's interesting. You know, it, it, not only that, I, maybe not in the LA Move situation, but there's so much free. Uh, tutorials now yeah. up, uh, on on online. I mean, you know, there's all these uh, uh, trainers that are doing free training online and and other things. And it's like, you know, wow. I mean, if you if you you know if you never had the money to do you know have a personal trainer before, you know, yeah. now you can get it for free. There is a lot of cool free stuff. And Joe is back. Joe oh my is gosh. back, and he was going to he was going to tell us what his favorite. Uh, uh, I was. Uh, I'm sorry. Right what, in the middle. Yes. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, well, there's two things. One, did you guys hear the Manhattan House uh, one? No. Which no, was no. Manhattan House no, is offering. All, I was going to say, all we heard was my favorite promotion, and then, and okay. then you were gone. <laughs> my favorite promotion. Well, one of my favorite promotions is Manhattan House is offering meal kits with their homemade pasta. And so it's the freshest pasta you can probably you can possibly imagine, but also these meal kits come with instructions from their chef, and so that's a wonderful thing because it's interactive, right, for the whole family. And then the other thing, of course, my my one of my wife's favorite promotions is uh, with every meal, uh, a roll of toilet paper and a hand sanitizer. Right. <laughs> right. I love that too. That now that was, you know, that's thinking creatively, right? What what do people need? And right. and it's a thing that got a lot of pick up on social media, you know, and then a lot of people started doing it. So it it's funny. Cuz yeah, that's my my second besides don't go dark, right? You know, I my second tip like we've all been talking about is to just think creatively. Now's the time, you know, right. to do it. If you don't normally right. sell online, can you can you can you move some of your, you know, business sales online? That's another thing that we did with um, Montage Boutique Spa on Sepulveda. They they um, had all these great products, and they were doing like a kind of a pickup in front of their, you know, if you run out of skincare products, they were doing, a, you could contact them, and they would, you could come and pick it up. But we talked about putting all their products online, and within a week we were able to, to get their um, website store up online and so now you can either pick up or they'll send it to you so 
um, those kind of things are, you know, are just happening all the time. So you just have to figure out what it is that you can do. And, and it's great for this, like we spoke about the service um, professionals, therapists, attorneys, CPAs, you can all, you know, still service your clients online, things that, you know, you just have to think, have to think creatively. Well, yeah. I have to I have to say that I have to say that uh that that whole concept of picking up your meal, getting a free roll of toilet paper and hand sanitizer with it, it kind of covers all the bases. Right? Right. Hopefully not all used together. Yes. Um, right. No. Well, yeah. Yes. You know who else is doing one of my favorite boxes um and and Laura by the way is really good at doing something like in a box, like whatever, a uh, spa in a box or helping to package that and make, you know, like that box, you know, the sock box, whatever it is, look interesting and, and branded properly. Um, but the other one I really like is Locale 90 in Redondo is doing pizza in a box. And um, it's, a, you know, the clever little kind of to-go, um, nice, you know, organized box that has like the dough, the sauce, the right cheese. You can have like, you know, the base on it or whatever and when you pick it up it's all tucked in this nice little box and with instructions how to go home and make you know wonderful fresh pizza with all of their you know delicious um uh, ingredients and that one's really fun too um i love that yeah yeah i love that because not not only is that like joe was saying it's interactive but some people are still a little you know on the fence about whether they feel comfortable picking up take out food you know mm-hmm. and this is like something you're getting the raw ingredients so you can you know you're making it yourself and and that might take some of that um you know away if you have an issue with that mm-hmm. yeah well it's you know, an activity I, yeah kids can get involved <laughs> yeah. you can teach your kids how to cook or or just teach yourself you know or your spouse <laughs> i mean i think i think there's going to be a lot more home chefs after this for sure um, <laughs> right right you know yeah. I actually, I actually, right. I actually caught my husband in the kitchen one day last week making a salad. He had the cutting board out and everything. It was very interesting. <laughs> Whoa! I was like, what? what? Wow! Look at that. No, I have. No, I have to tell you something funny. And he didn't it's like, cut himself. I have, no, he didn't cut himself. No, 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 no blood involved. <laughs> um, no, it, it's really interesting because uh, Kelly and Joe, you, you know, we all have our friends. You, you guys know I cook. Right. I, I, I cook yeah. five nights a week dinner. Um, and during yeah. this time, I'm cooking three meals a day, seven days a week you know, for the most part. Uh, <laughs> occasionally I get really tired and like just order something out. But <laughs> I have several friends that I can I can I can say that they they this group of people is is almost single handedly keeping the restaurant businesses open in the South Bay because they are not cooks. <laughs> they are. They are very busy people. You know, uh, you know, one of my girlfriends is an attorney. They're very busy people. And these people, yeah. you know, I go to their houses. Seriously, one of my girlfriends, she redid her kitchen last year, and I came over to see it, and she literally had her crystal vases on display on her stovetop. All right? <laughs> I, have, I have other friends that use their oven for storage. All right? They, they don't cook. They don't cook. They they have the bare necessities in the refrigerator, right? They 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 their their plates and the cabinets have dust on them. Um, they they are I think they are almost single handedly keeping the restaurant businesses open because they are ordering out every meal every day, <laughs> every day. Every, it's it's amazing. It's amazing uh, uh, the stories I'm hearing. You know, it will be interesting to see after this, you know, after things start to reopen, it, you know, things are definitely going to be different. We're not going to return to the way it was necessarily. But it will be interesting to see, you know, and Laura, I don't know if you've had these conversations with any of your clients yet, but, Will, you know, as the restaurant world begins to reopen, there's going to be new regulations, you know, about distancing. Um, I was on a call the other day about um, with the Department of Health about what menus, will look like these days will they be paper and disposable because people touching them you know uh will the will they be plastic will they have to be sanitized after each use will they be virtual will they be on an ipad you know what will menus look like but my point is um as things start to reopen and people you know go back into restaurants and i think we also all like that social you know you like to smell the food maybe watch the cook in the kitchen in some restaurants you know will a lot of these restaurants continue 
to not just do takeout, because they all do takeout, but to continue to do these boxed meals and offer all this creativity and, and different things. Because I think, you know, it dawned on me, uh, and I'm going to jump slightly subjects here, but like with the online workout um, craze that we're seeing, you know, with everybody staying at home and with all the gyms shut down, I, for the first time, finally, it's the best thing I've done in the last five weeks. I did uh, 6.30 a.m. sunrise yoga with Yoga Loft, our friend Justin from Yoga Loft. I did that Mm -hmm. on, I think it was Wednesday this week. And I, you know, I liked doing that, and it worked for me with the time. Um, I also like doing it in the privacy of my home because I haven't done yoga in ages, and I definitely was not um, fluid and eloquent <laughs> in my movements. <laughs> but I would like to continue doing that, you know, when they reopen fully and people are back in the room. Could I still keep doing it at home but doing it virtually too? So it dawned on me, are a lot of these people, restaurants, you know, gyms and stuff, going to continue to give that online option when their, you know, classrooms are, getting, are, are, are back in full again? Have, have you had any conversations, Laura, with your clients about um, when they reopen what that's going to look like? Yes. In fact, um, you know, we kind of encourage our our clients to start thinking about what, you know, is going to, you know, what can you do to prepare for the other side, basically. Um, But it's going to be rocky. It's going to be a rocky new normal for restaurants and entertainment um, because it's everybody's risk tolerance is going to be a little bit different, you know. Mm -hmm. So you have to think about, what the most important thing that you need to do um, to communicate to make your customers feel comfortable when you're reopened. Same thing with, you know, non-essential healthcare spas and things like that. And it's mostly going to be, you know, safety and sanitary measures that you kind of have to communicate. But yeah, for restaurants, um, disposable menus I've heard is, is, you know, something that's probably going to be, um, what people are going to have to uh, switch to I have, for I at have, least for I a while. An I have an idea for that, Laura. One word: blackboard. Like the old, like <laughs> right. the olden days when they yeah. just had the big blackboard on the wall and they'd list what what they're serving that day. That's the, that's how you do that. Is blackboard. A lot of places already have blackboards, but they maybe just use them for specials, you know. But now everybody yeah, loves the big blackboard. The problem with the sit-down restaurants, once people can go back into a sit-down restaurant, is, you know, that sometimes that blackboard's not going to be where, you know, it needs to be for people to actually see. So maybe it's a verbal, you know, from the from the server. Maybe, you know, they used to tell you what the specials are. They might have to tell you what the whole menu is. But, um, mm. you know, uh, yeah, disposal menus are, are, are servers and workers going to be, you know, wearing masks and, you know, gloves. You have to limit maybe customers – uh, the number of customers that come in so they can social distance. I don't know. It's going to, you know, it's going to be a learning curve because nobody's ever had to do this before. So, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what um, what new ideas people are going to come up with. But, um, you know, I, I, w- I was speaking with um, one of our clients about, um, you know, is there a way to uh, make things <laughs> – I don't know if anybody remembers this. I just kind of I digress. But you remember when there, I think it used to be in like hotels where you'd get to your hotel and there was like a strip across the toilet that said, you know, sanitized for your protection or something mm-hmm. like yes. that. Yes. And, yes. Um, mm. you know, I think that there might have to be something on the tables or on the, or attached to the menu or something that says, you know, this, this area has been sanitized. I don't know. You know, it, it's going to be a, an interesting um time and and I think not only people have to think creatively now and businesses have to think creatively now but when they start to reopen um, it is going to be another creative process that we're going to be going through well I'm going to make a prediction I'm going to make a prediction right now you mentioned the non-essential medical and spa stuff there is going to be a run once they reopen (laughs) because I ran into somebody yesterday I had to stop at the ATM and as I'm walking to the machine, I hear Jackie, and I turned around, and once she took off the mask and the gloves and the hat, I still didn't recognize her. <laughs> mm. All right. right. I, I, I okay. forgot she's not listening to this show, but I was like, oh, my God, you used to have hair down to your butt, uh, and your <laughs> lips don't look the same, and, and you're not wearing any makeup. And I was like, holy crap. 
I, so, and, and it's the number one thing when people are talking and on social media and stuff that you hear, what's the first thing you're going to do? I'm going to go get my hair done. I'm going to go get my nails done. Me personally, I'm, I'm, I, I can't wait to get a pedicure. Those spas are, and, and they're going to have to do the same thing, Laura. Uh, you, you know, these, you know, these nail salons, you know, they have like 20 of those massaging chairs in a row. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll just be, you know, only this, only every other one can be in use. And everybody has to right. wear masks, but I'm pre- I'm predicting a big run on the personal grooming front. Uh, yeah, huge run. Eyebrows, you know. I know. Oh. It's funny <laughs> now that we're all wearing masks, you know, and uh, forget about lipstick. I mean, I just put on lip gloss because my lips get dry, you know, something to moisturize my lips. But you know, I, mm-hmm. lipstick is a thing of the past because we always put on a mask and then you don't want lipstick all over your mask or whatever, you know. Um, but it is true, Jackie. I think it's funny because whether it's a guy or a girl, I mean, I've yes. seen men, men too that have the mask on. I was standing, um, you know, six feet away, but in line, you know, the next the person in front of me um, was this guy that, you know, I, I, I was looking at him and I'm like, yeah, and he has kind of distinct glasses and kind of spiky kind of gray salt and pepper hair. And that's kind of what got my attention. I'm like, I think, I think, you know, that's, you know, that's Mike, but I'm not sure. And then I'm looking at the rest of the clothes, and he had on, like, really scrunchy sweats and, like, really dirty vans, you know. And I'm like, well, I don't think he would wear something like that because he's always ducked out, like, in super designer jeans and clothes. And I'm looking mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm looking at it, and he's looking at me. Okay, now, I didn't look too pretty either. It was, like, on a Saturday morning, you know. So it wasn't like I was going to go, hey, Mike, you know. But <laughs> He was looking at me, <laughs> and I was looking at him going, oh, that that's a whole different image in my mind, like, you know. At, and then when he went out to the – he went out to the – go ahead. That, wait, Kat, Kelly, at that point, you pretend not to know each other, all right? That's all you can do. Yeah. <laughs> And then I, I I I looked to see what car he went to in the parking lot. I'm like, oh, it was him. <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, I'm hearing more. I'm hearing more men complain about I got to get a haircut. I got to get a haircut. I mean, even on even on mm-hmm. even on TV, you know, talking heads on TV, uh, uh, you know, all of a sudden their hair is all grown out, and they're like, yeah, I need to get to a barber. Uh, so yeah, so I I'm, I'm that's my prediction is um, uh, everybody's going to run. Uh, as soon as as soon as they can to their to their their <laughs> particular grooming place, but um, uh, no, that uh, <laughs> it, it, it's we're living in extraordinary times, aren't we? Extraordinary. Oh, yeah. Yes. Anomalous. Yeah. That's my new word. Anomalous. 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 Well, Laura, <laughs> give us. Or give us some contact information. How can people get in touch with the Graphic Element website, phone number, email, whatever you want to give us. Sure, sure. So um, our website is thegraphicelement.com, and if you go to contact, you can send us an email. Um, uh, there is um, a phone number on there, and but email is probably best at this point. So um, that's the best way to get in touch with us. Um, our social media handles are at the graphic element, so you can follow us there. And uh, just before we wrap up, I just want to say that um, we're offering these free um, branding, free brainstorming sessions. So um, just to help any business think creatively um, right now and either for for what they can do now or what they can plan for when this is over. So I just wanted to throw that out there. If anybody's interested, I'm happy to jump on a phone call or a Zoom call and – you know, let's figure out uh, how to think creatively. Get the creative juices Whoa. flowing. I love it. Joe, we got to wrap this up. Yes. It's Friday. We got a weekend coming up. It's a different looking kind yes. of weekend, but uh, we got a weekend coming up. So <laughs> it is a, a wonderful weekend coming up. I did tell Jackie earlier this week that my wife and I were able to get tickets to the uh, South Coast Botanical Gardens. You do need to get tickets, member or non-member. You do need to get tickets because they have, you know, time slots. We had a two-hour window. We enjoyed the heck out of it. The, the roses are still uh, uh, budding. They're just about uh, blooming. It's a beautiful space to walk and to. I wasn't 
walking in an illegal like uh, park, or I wasn't walking illegally by the beach, or something like that. So it was wonderful. Um, thank you so much, Laura. It's wonderful. The graphic element is such a a, uh, a fascinating and and such an accomplished member of the Manhattan Beach community. We're so glad to have you. Thank you, Laura. I'm so glad to be with you guys this morning. Thank you. And uh, I'm looking forward to that free brainstorming session. I'm, I'm sure lots of people are. And uh, thank you, Kelly, and thank you, Jackie. Always a pleasure, Joe. Enjoy the weekend. Thank you very much, right. and thanks, Laura, for taking the time. Have a good weekend. Sure. Thanks. All right. That's our show. We'll see you on the flip side. Bye-bye, everybody. <laughs>